0: All right, welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros podcast. We are now only 42 days away from kickoff of the NFL season. Six weeks until we will have some NFL football back in our lives. Uh, and We are back today with our first division in the NFC as a part of our NFL division series. So for today's division, we'll be heading up north to break down the Packers, Bears, Lions, and the Vikings. Uh, So for each team, we'll be doing what we've been doing for the for the AFC some cap or no cap, some questions, as well as our bold takes and favorite targets, and we'll pick the division winner at the end of the show here. Uh, but before we dive in, we've got some NFL news this past week. Uh, Michael Thomas is expected to miss three to four months, putting his latest return in week 10. Where are you drafting him, if you're drafting him at all?
1: Very late. Very late. Someone's going to reach
2: on him. Very, very late. Because who knows if he'll even, like, come back this year. Yeah, he's I mean. He's a- Lazy piece
3: of shit. Could have gotten the <laughs> surgery. They get, They suggested to get a surgery at some point, and he waited months. And now he's just going to be screwed coming back week, in, like, mid-October, November. That's what they're predicting. Yeah. Um, but I think if you're drafting him, you maybe hope that he goes outside round nine. Then I think it's a fair game. I think he'd be a good pick then because then when he gets closer to his return, if he returns, you can just use that as some sort of bait.
2: That but true. the thing that scares me is that he might not even make a return because I'm not really expecting the Saints to be fighting for a playoff spot. So if they're out of contention, why force your star receiver back coming off of a uh, surgery like if you don't have to? Why not just keep him for the next season, have him fully healthy and ready to go? You might as well yeah. punch another teammate in the face.
3: <laughs> make that weight worthwhile.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think he definitely took a while to get the surgery. I don't know what was going on there, Um, but if I'm drafting Michael Thomas, probably looking at like round 10 or later, like at the earliest, Um, he could be a league winner on one hand. Like we know Michael Thomas is an elite talent. If he comes back and the saints are still somewhat in the playoff hunt, they're going to throw the ball to him. But if he comes back in week 10 and the saints are two or three wins, like, are they going to rush him back? Is he even going to come back? You might waste your 10th round pick. So it's high risk, high reward. Take the risk if you want to take it. I think I might take it if he falls far enough, but we shall see. Um, but to replace Michael Thomas, they are looking at free agent wide receivers, and they um, looks like they signed Chris Hogan, who we mentioned a week last week on the podcast, or, or maybe two weeks ago when we were talking yeah, about the Patriots. Yeah. Um, but we mentioned Chris Hogan, and now he's signed with the Saints. Does he have any fantasy value whatsoever? Uh-huh. There's so many better
3: receivers nah. out there they could have looked at, and they chose him. Exactly. So that's, that's the best they got.
2: Golden I don't think they're really too, uh, I don't think they're too concerned about it.
0: Yeah, that's bold. I don't know. Do you think Traquan Smith and Marquez Callaway can really hold down the fort?
2: No <laughs> quarterback. don't no. It's going to be the Alvin Kamara show.
0: Yeah, it's probably going to. Their their game plan has to switch to somewhat of like good defense and run the ball, and I'm scared they might switch to Taysom Hill, and that offense is going to be even more And we saw Kamara struggle with Taysom Hill. Yeah, a couple bad games with him, a couple good games, so it's kind of a mixed bag. Definitely would prefer Jameis, but let's get into the NFC North, and let's start off with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, So the Vikings just signed D.D. Westbrook on Sunday. Is this noteworthy at all, or is he irrelevant at this point in his career?
1: Pretty irrelevant.
3: Yeah, That's just
0: noise. I'm no sure noise. he'll
3: have he'll have those those games where he scores a touchdown and gets everyone hyped. It's gonna be like a waiver wire target next week. Dud. So yeah, I'm not <laughs> I'm not really looking at him. Or this News has no impact on anybody. That's a lot noise. of
1: noise. The wide receiver three on the team last year was BD, right?
0: Um, was they that... have yeah BB, what? and then they have BC Johnson. I don't know. It, BB was probably the most interesting one, but irrelevant. He had 20 receptions. <clears throat>
2: Yeah. There's not many targets to go around there when you have uh, Thielen and JJF on opposite sides. And Dalf. And Dalf. And Kyle Rudolph. And I expect Irv Smith right. to have a jump in production as well. So, yeah, this DD Westbrook signing really isn't for us fantasy players, more for the team itself.
0: Yep. Definitely agree there. Um, Moving on to Matt's jersey, would you consider drafting Dalvin Cook as the number one player in fantasy? I guess no. Matt can start us off here.
2: Oh, Matt, you of would, course. Stop it. You would be silly to not. He only finished 40 points behind the number one running back last year, and that was Alvin Kamara. And he missed, I believe, a game and a half. I mean, their numbers were like almost identical as to total numbers. Obviously, Kamara runs away with the receiving work, but we've seen Dalv be explosive catching the ball out of the backfield last year, just like he had that 50-yard touchdown catch against, I believe it was the Packers, and that was week he went absolutely bonkers for 50 points. So, I mean, yeah, and especially with Christian McCaffrey coming off injury, I mean, there's a little concern there, and with the whole Saints offense being shaken up, I see no problem taking Dalv.
1: I was not entertained by that. Yeah, oh, I don't even
3: – I think it's fine. fine. Like, you're not hoping that Christian McAver comes back the same. I think he's going to come back the same. He's, like, like, just an animal. So, I'm still taking him over Dalvin Cook. I would take Dalvin Cook.
2: And do you mean number one fantasy player, like – Running back. In general, overall. No. I Oh, number one – like, the number one pick overall. Yeah. Yeah,
0: why not? You're, you're taking a running back first either way. So it's not – Yeah, think uh, that's you don't know about much. that. Unless you're, unless you're taking Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill and you're – Throwing that, or unless you're a QB guy, but in one QB leagues, definitely don't take a QB. Hey, in the field listen, for,
2: by all means, you guys let Dal fall. I'll take him wherever. <laughs> he's not falling that far. Yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, saying it's don't it, draft it's, them. It's, it's, You guys are making it seem like he's going to fall off a cliff <laughs> this year.
0: All right. I'd consider drafting him at one, but I'd probably only take McCaffrey over him just like you. I'd have him at two, personally. Yeah. Um, I get, and I feel that. would I look at you sideways if you took Dalvin Cook at number one? No i would have i don't a little think bit. you're crazy just a just little slow.
1: a little to like nah, like when i you tell I'd, you tell i'd be like yesterday dog got I. A treat.
0: <laughs>
1: when you
3: ask your dog if they want a treat <laughs> i hope matt
1: gets first <laughs> pick
0: all right we shall see we'll see if he I, hope I
3: get first pick is it'll be my birthday i'm gonna trade
0: it <laughs> <laughs> why would you trade it all right anyways um moving on to the next question here is kirk cousins being under-drafted after finishing QB 11 last year with the weapons he has.
2: Yes,
3: indeed. I want to hate on him, but he is—he did put up good numbers last year. The floor is there. The ceiling, I guess, could be high because of the got the receivers
2: that he has. But
0: sorry for That's context. Sure. He is QB eight, being currently being drafted as QB 18.
2: 18. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's being under. drafted right, yeah, I changed my mind.
0: Yeah. I Holy think he's being under a little 19. bit as well. I have him at 14. I think that's kind of where he should be yeah, I in at most 15. leagues.
2: He's still yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have his woes here and there, but like Sean said, with those weapons around him, it's going to be hard for him not to succeed.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Definitely draft it's Kirk Cousins. Himself. Especially yeah. as like a – he could – I think he's like a borderline QB one, um, but he could be a QB two. A definitely a solid QB two on your bench. Mm -hmm. um last question here before we get into some cap or no cap are you targeting irv smith jr in drafts and would you be comfortable with him as your only tight end
3: as long as your name is sean gill probably but my name's not (laughs) sean gill so i'm probably not going to be comfortable with him as my only tight end yeah i don't even have him inside the top 12
2: i feel like there's only like five or six names that you could be comfortable with as your only tight end. And Irv Smith Jr. is not one. Of them. I mean, you're always going to have to pair your tight end up with someone unless you have like one of the five studs. Yeah. Yeah. I've got
0: Irv Smith Jr. At tight end 12. So right at the end of the, like the tight end one, because ADP is actually tight end 11 ahead of Mike Gusecki. Um So the hype is definitely building around him a little bit as the third, pretty much the third pass catching option there. Um, I like Irv Smith. I'm definitely drafting him, but I would probably want to pair him with another tight end just in case. Maybe like a Gronk or something like that.
2: Ooh, Gronky. That's tasty. I like Gronk. Yeah, got to like Gronk. All right. play playing based off matchups. Yeah, exactly. All right, cap
0: or no cap, Justin Jefferson is being overdrafted at wide receiver 7, 22nd overall.
2: No cap. no cap
0: no cap all right good i'm glad no we all cap. agreed
3: on that i have all him, around the board i have him at 10th right now probably nine because i'm going to be pushing michael thomas back but kirk cousins the wires is the quarterback and at why he's being drafted y, as wide receiver seven and you can, people being drafted after him are keenan allen allen robinson terry McLaurin. i think i would take at least two of those three guys keenan allen for sure
2: and they are yeah. also like the workhorse receiver on their yeah. team. People forget that Adam Thielen is also yeah. still on the Vikings Finished 10th last year in fantasy points among wide receivers. So I don't know. I think his value, he's definitely being overvalued at the wide receiver seven position.
0: I'm going to say cap just because I'm always Mr. Technical. I got Justin <laughs> Jefferson as my wide receiver seven. Um, so I'm taking him as the seventh wide receiver off the board. He was wide receiver six last year as a rookie. 1,400 receiving yards. I think Thielen is still going to be involved, no doubt, but I think Justin Jefferson has kind of solidified himself as the number one guy here. You'd rather have him Eagles. over A.J. Brown? Yeah, I have A.J. Brown at 11. Keenan? Oh God. I have Keenan at six, so I have Keenan over him. I have Justin Jefferson at seven. I have McLaren at eight. D.K. Metcalf, nine. A.J. Brown, 10, actually. Allen Robinson, 11.
3: Yeah, I would take. I would probably take all those guys over justin jefferson McLaurin's iffy but the other one's sure.
0: yeah i got him at seven i like justin jefferson he's All got right. a lot of upside i think he he was so good last year i don't see why he would drop anymore mm. um obviously uh, he could be like a low-end wide receiver one but he still has upside for me to be top five so
2: don't forget those couple of duds yet last year
0: i won't but he was the first, a rookie. The first second two year weeks. he could feast
1: yeah <laughs> I, I drafted him everyone said who's that i said it's Diggs' replacement and then, right. and then he did terrible the first two weeks, and,
0: then you dropped and I dropped him. <laughs> him. <laughs> oh. Absolute pain.
2: Oh, that's a bad
0: yeah, job. That's a hurt piece right there. Yeah.
1: All
0: right, next cap or no cap. Counterpart here, Adam Thielen is being underdrafted at wide receiver 19th, 49th no overall.
2: Cat. No cap. No cap. No cap. Yeah, Thielen only finished with 20 less fantasy points than Justin Jefferson on less targets, and – Uh, since Sean wants to be technical, technically he had one game more. He had seven games with 20-plus fantasy points. Justin Jefferson only had six. So, I mean, the ceilings are kind of really equivalent. I mean, I know Thielen's turning, I believe, 31 31 31 this year. So, he's getting up there in age. But, I mean, last year he really didn't show any signs of slowing down very much. So, I I like Thielen at his value better than – Jefferson where he's being drafted
3: yeah he finished wide receiver 10 I just worry that he's had like he had like back issues or something but that's something getting older that could linger uh but I'm kind of just picking hairs here I I think yeah Thielen is definitely the better value pick and only finishing three spots behind him last year nothing's really changed in that offense
1: I think I mean my concern with him is his touchdown dependency he had 14 touchdowns
0: last year I don't think he does that again yeah, he is. A, he definitely is a big red zone target there. I know they like to throw it to him there. Um, somebody's got to catch touchdowns from Kirk Cousins, but honestly, 14 is a lot. It's really tough to repeat, so you could see some regression. He loses four of those touchdowns. He drops a few spots, um, but I still think that still puts him as a top 15 wide receiver, whereas he's still being drafted at wide receiver 19. So I think he's still being a little underdrafted. Definitely is. is. But um, he's definitely the better value, too especially compared to where Jefferson's being taken. If you can get Thielen, who could be similar production, a few rounds later, it's definitely worth it. All right. Last cap or no cap. Um, Alexander Madison should be owned in 100% of fantasy leagues. Cap or no cap? No cap. cap. 200%
3: if you're a Dalvin Cook owner, 100% regardless uh, because Cook's missed at least one game uh, each season of his career. He missed like all of them except for one that one year when he got hurt, but yeah, definitely. There's a risk there. So M- Madison had a good game, and he had a bad game when Cook was out for that. He had a good game when Pissed Cook was he was he had the good game when Cook was like out the rest of the game, and then the yeah, whole yeah game and he, had he had like himself. went off
2: the second half of the game yeah. where Cook got hurt, and then the next game I'm like, bet right, <laughs> Madison, I'm not gonna fall off that much. I think he had like four points. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he was game. like ranked RB one that week. People were like, "Yeah,
3: Madison, garbage." Yeah, but he's top, good.
0: Top five handcuff. Make sure you grab him in every league because in some leagues, people forget about handcuffs, and he's definitely worth owning. Any of the top five running backs could get injured. It's always worth having a top five running back handcuff. Yep. All right, let's get into our bold takes and favorite targets. Q, you're pretty spicy, so I guess I'll let you start it off here.
3: Is it spicy?
0: I mean, it's, for, first, <laughs> it's a little spicy. All right, this so is super talk- spicy. <laughs> so spicy. The first ever. half is a little spicy, and then the second <laughs> half is super spicy. All so right, let's so just get into it.
3: We're talking about Justin Jefferson. Some of us feel better about him than others. Me, personally, uh, I'm not feeling the best about him. I think that he falls outside of top 12 this year. I'm not going to give a specific number because then that's a little too specific. So we'll just say outside top 12. It could be 13. But I think Devontae Smith, who's going to be this year's Justin Jefferson, not being not just being an Eagles fan, I, I think there's potential there. he's supposed to be so good. Um, so I think he's going to finish over Justin Jefferson, whether that be 12 and Jefferson's 13, or there's a bigger gap where Devontae Smith's 11 and Jefferson's 17. Uh, I'm solely based off my opinion because I don't have any evidence of Devontae Smith, but I, I think it's there.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to have evidence for a rookie, but super spicy take you. Um, I like it though. Super Stay spicy. Bold. All right, you guys, what do you got?
1: All right, Matt, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, warming. Matt, but Dal finishes under where he's being drafted at, which is number two. But say if you draft him number three, I think he's going. He might finish below that too. I don't know, but I think he's being a little <laughs> bit, a little bit overvalued. Um. So I got I got some decent stats for you though. I want to hear them. All right. Well, I just want to get this out the way. I love Dalv. I th- like, he's very good. He's very talented. But I think he may have peaked last year with his seventeen touchdowns, nineteen hundred all-purpose yards. Um, but he only had forty-four receptions. I don't know if that's enough to keep up with people like Christian McCaffrey. We saw him go for a hundred twice. Saquon uh, he had ninety-one one year. Kamara eighty one, eighty one, eighty one, eighty three in his past four years. So consistent. We saw Eckler of ninety two. Um so there's a lot of people that, you know, their the receptions are gonna come to them and Dalves, you know, Dalve Doubs might little trickle away down there. Down to two, down to three, four, right. the four spot, maybe down to the five spot. I don't know. But um and he's compete with like Derrick Henry. He had how many yards last year? Like a million, a million yards last year. <laughs> 17
2: touchdowns how many receptions 18 i <laughs> think oh all
1: right i'm just saying i'm just that's a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns He that's just it another is. competitor that's i'm just throwing it out there i Go. will say though like you're feeling good about dalvin cook because
3: in about like 10 10 or so games he had over 24 touches uh so he he's the workhorse back yeah. on that team of course but yeah the reception it could be that
2: could He's getting yeah, his like, touches one way or another. That, yeah, that could fill the gap. I am worried about catches, his volume. But...
1: It, that's, that's not the concern here. <laughs> We're Good also concern. concerned about his injury history.
2: Last season, he missed a game and a half.
1: Hold on now. 2017, missed 12 games. 2018, right, missed five games. <laughs> 2019, missed two games. Last year, <laughs> one game. It's been but getting that, better and better. He's in the, on the
2: up and up.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you look at it that way. When, since when is missing any game good?
2: Yeah,
0: I mean,
1: and, I see where and you're there's an extra from. game this year. Are they going to sit him a little bit for the playoff run? No, yeah, because they're going to be fighting for that
2: playoff spot.
3: Okay. Do you think there'll be football time management or load management? There's
2: no such thing. Yeah, that's kind of what
0: sport. split backfields are. That's what. Coaches do when they I mean, do. for,
3: like, other positions, like, do you think Tom Brady would sit a game just for load management? No,
0: definitely not. Definitely not the quarterbacks. Could you imagine sitting oh, a game? There's I'm not not s- enough I'm games. I'm not
1: saying they're going to bench him, like, but I'm just no. saying, like, he might, you know, they might want to okay, keep you're him right. healthy.
0: You're saying he respect. could fall a couple spots. Maybe he's not He'll the RB2 is what you're saying. I hear you. Definitely could happen. I'm not um, saying
1: he's going to be, like, outside the top 10. I'm just saying if you're going to go pick him number one, number two.
0: So just be careful. That's Be cautious.
2: Luck. Be cautious.
0: All right, Matt, what do you got for us?
2: All right, man. I feel like we barely touched on this uh, player aside from him being underdrafted, which he is being very underdrafted, and that's Kirk Cousins. He finished QB eleven last year. Uh, he had a rookie receiver, made it work. Uh, he had over four thousand yards, thirty-five touchdowns, only thirteen interceptions, which is kind of impressive for Kirk Cousins. But the one concern I do have is he was one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he got sacked like 39 times, which is outrageous. It's not worse than whoever got sacked like a million times last year. I forget who it was. But if that O-line – Yeah, it was. I think. Wait, it might have been Wentz. It was one of the two. But back to Kirk McGurk. Uh, As long as his offensive line can kind of just protect him a little bit better, I don't see him – not squeezing into the top 10 he has all the weapons around him to do it uh, one of the best run games in the league two top 20 wide receivers in the league easily so he's just poised for success and I see him having a very good year this year building off his year last year
0: yeah definitely could see that happening Kirk Cousins is solid he's just super underrated because he's Kirk Cousins it's not yeah, sexy. it's an ugly name yeah definitely not like a, a popular pick you're won- You like that? Yeah, no, I don't like that. But I like to take that. I respect it. All right, I'll finish this off here. Irv Smith Jr. will be a top 10 tight end this year. Uh, He is only 22, turns 23 in a couple weeks here. Um, Super young, super talented tight end. Kind of was stuck behind Kyle Rudolph the last couple years here in his first couple seasons. Um, But he's a good receiving tight end. And I think now with Kyle Rudolph gone, um, not really a, a threat as like a third wide receiver, like we already mentioned um like dd westbrook i don't think he's going to come in and take away a bunch of targets from Irv smith jr um so if you're grabbing a tight end late he's definitely my target to go for i think he finishes as a top 10 tight end um he's got a lot of talent and he's finally going to get some good opportunity to catch some passes this year we've seen kyle rudolph be successful in the past um so grab Irv smith jr he's going to be solid this
2: year
3: i like it Mm -hmm. i don't like it but top 10 baby yeah, top button. Shut the hell up. Lock it Isn't in. Isn't Q
2: the one who said Tim Tebow was going to finish top 10? No, said top, top 15.
0: 15. Oh, top Still
2: 15. terrible.
3: Yeah. He'll finish over Herb
0: Smith. Oh, my God. I'll bet that right now. No, I bet I'm my life. I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Detroit Lions. Yeah,
3: we'll be quick with this. Yeah, this we might have to be a little speed quick with round. this.
0: This team is uh, not looking too hot. Let's start it off here. Would you consider drafting Jared Goff this year, even if it's as a backup?
2: No. No I will not even have him on any of my rankings lists. Uh, so he will be <laughs> forgotten about and a thought in the, not even the back of my mind, Yeah, just in the even, trash.
3: He wasn't even a viable option when he had a better team in Los Angeles. With
2: a, a I don't get how his limit. receivers did so good, but he was he, just yeah. still so bad.
0: He had a season, I think, where he was like viable starter, but. Yeah, he and, was uh, not consistent enough. Definitely
3: not going to have a good start when his first five opponents are the 49ers, the Packers, the Ravens, the Bears, and the Vikings. So
0: yikes! He
3: might be QB 50 <laughs> after week's five. five easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, not drafting Jared Goff. Got him a QB 28. Not touching him. No. That wide receiver core is ugly. I wouldn't even draft him on T God's team.
1: Thank you. It means a lot. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> looking at um. The rest, there are some interesting pieces here. So where do you have DeAndre Swift ranked and what do you think his ceiling is this year?
3: I have him at 11, but I'm, I think, like, I was like, okay, he's going to be the bright spot of this team. But, like, now that I'm thinking about it, the addition of Jamal Williams, it's going to push him down a little more. Uh, and just that team isn't so great. They did get yeah. Pene Sewell, I think, in the draft, the, the lineman. So for what that's worth. But I, I don't know. I think I'm moving down Swift. His ceiling is uh, – all right (laughs) and when they uh, it's
0: all right not a number
3: (laughs) after after picking up Jamal Williams they also looked into they interviewed Todd Gurley for a position so they look like they're going to be like a committee uh so they're not going to be just one guy either way it was going to be Jamal Williams and Swift now it could have been Jamal Williams
2: Swift and a third guy so I don't know yeah I I like Swift go ahead man I was about to say, I feel like DeAndre Swift is going to have a hard time finding production because I feel like defenses are going to try and force Jared Goff to throw because they know he's not the best quarterback in the world, and the receivers that they have in Detroit are us. They might as well have us there. (laughs) So I think they're just going to pressure, bring a lot of blitzing. And, I mean, if DeAndre Swift can do it on his own, I'm not doubting him, but I'm just saying it's going to be very tough for him to see some production with that team around him.
1: I think he might yeah. catch some passes, though. In 2017, 2017 and 2018, uh, Jared Goff looking at Gurley uh, 87 times and 81 times. So He'd he yeah. be
3: doing that. Hopefully it's not for the game-winning touchdown.
0: Now he, he has. Yeah, Swift <laughs> he did will drop, drop that. that. <laughs> but, yeah, now he has uh, – I'll, I'll get into Swift in a little bit. But, he uh, does have – I don't even know where I was going with that train of thought there. Um, Jared Goff doesn't have any weapons compared to what he had in L.A. So, he's going to have to throw to Swift more. Yeah. My brain just exploded. All right. It's because we're talking about the Lions. Are you nervous at all about drafting TJ Hawkinson with how rough this team looks on paper?
3: I'm uh, not really. No, he's going to be – I think he'll be a top five tight end. Uh, number five.
2: But Jared Goff really never threw to the tight end in uh, St. Yeah, Louis. Uh, Hawkinson better Louis, than – L.A., sorry. I think he played in St.
3: Louis one year. I it think he's it. But, uh, actually. Hawkinson's way better than Bigby or uh, Gerald Rick. Everett as much as I like him. I think he's, he's the best player, best receiving guy on this team. I think he'll be looked at often by yeah. far.
0: Yeah, you're just going to see a ton of volume. So I, I don't think you can be – I don't think you have to be scared. I mean, there's probably going to be a couple of weeks where this team just does absolutely nothing. You might put up a donut as a whole, and that's going to hurt a little bit. But um, other than that, Hawkinson's going to be a volume monster. So yes. that's what that's you want it. in fantasy.
3: That's another thing with Swift. Like, there could be, they could just be a lot of low scoring games, or they're just not scoring a lot. So they're going to be down. Hawkinson could be the guy on the lines you'd want other uh, besides uh, Swift, because they could just be thrown at Jamal Williams. He's the receiving back. Well, they both are, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, cap or no cap, getting into this, continuing TJ Hawkinson talk. Uh, TJ Hawkinson has a wide range of outcomes this year from a possible top five tight end to outside the top 15. I think
3: Lois will finish his 10. I'm going to say no cap.
0: I'm, I'm torn. I think he could struggle a little bit just because his team is that bad. Um, but I think I'm kind of leaning towards Q. I think his his outcome is top five at the minimum, maybe 12. Volume but probably most likely top 10. He's I don't leaning. think you can miss with him.
3: Just need a little volume.
0: A yeah. little volume. It's just going to be too much volume for him to not get that much compared to all the other tight ends. Like Tight ends don't see enough volume. He might get the most targets out of all of them just because there's no one else.
3: Might be eating too much. Cut back on the volume. Too loud. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All
0: right. No one in this wide receiver core should be drafted in general. None of them will finish top 50. (laughs) No No cap. cap No no cap. cap. No cap. Not
3: even worth talking about Yeah.
0: No cap. Move on. No cap, I agree. If there's one, I'd like it would be uh, the rookie, um, Amonra St. Brown. I think his name is. And that's um, only because we don't know. If he yeah, that's only because he's
3: a rookie. I feel like.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the only reason I would feel that way. Tyro Williams, Williams is good for
1: about five plays. Yeah. And he's done for like the like years. Like one game, exactly. One seventy-five yard, shop, yard too. Down.
0: So, yeah, it's scary. Scary hours for the Lions' wide receiver core. Yeah. All right, last cap or no cap, Jamal Williams will cut into DeAndre Swift's workload more than AP did last year, and AP had 168 touches. Cap or no cap?
3: Yeah, that's no cap, because AP is a lot older than Jamal Williams, and Jamal Williams did amazing on the Packers with Aaron Jones, sometimes better than Aaron Jones, so I think he'll definitely be cut again, and cutting in a lot more than
1: AP did.
2: I agree with you there, Q.
1: I don't want to agree, but I do.
0: Yeah, it's close. Um, Swift really didn't get that much work last year. So Swift had, I think, 50 less carries than AP had. Um, but obviously he had Jeez. more receptions. Um so Swift would be the guy I would definitely obviously want here. But like in terms of like volume, I think he's gonna see a lot more this year than he did last year. So I don't think Jamal like gets a 50-50 timeshare. So I'm actually gonna say cap. I think Jamal probably gets like 130-ish. Um, I I think he has a little bit less.
3: I always looked at Swift as like uh, Dobbins, where these older guys are just taking over the work that he should be getting. So And then I did not know that he had that many less carries or snaps, was it, than AP?
0: Yeah, he had 114 carries last year um, and 46 catches. Uh, And then Adrian Peterson had, I believe – 156 carries so ap yeah. was like the start at the start of last year if you remember people were still drafting swift because they knew he'd take over and he was also the ppr guy so i like swift i think he's going to get a lot more work this year i think he gets over 200 plus touches and jamal williams is kind of like the change of pace guy more than 50 yeah. 50 all right bold takes favorite targets let's get through the lions here do what do you got
3: don't have a favorite target on this team and my take isn't so bold i think jared goff finishes outside the top 30 quarterbacks adp currently quarterback 30 and two behind him that are like notable i guess is Jameis winston and sam darnold who at least Sam Darnold, i think will have a much better season than jared goff so that's almost a guarantee winston we'll see but i don't see any reason why goff would finish inside the top 30 yeah i agree
0: definitely I show. agree there IT right, guys, what do
1: you got for us? Alright, certainly not Ooh. bold, but the only rosterable people on this team are Swift and Hawkinson. Um if you're drafting anyone else on the Lions, uh you're messing yeah, up. Yeah, I'd right? be with you. Yeah, yeah, uh, You don't want to do that. And I also want to add a little note here that last season, twenty six percent of like the plays, like I every single play that they had, twenty six percent of them either went to Swift or Hawkinson. And now there's no Marv. And no Kenny. So that number is only going to go up. It's going to be 100. And if they win games, they're going to have no kneecaps
3: because their coach is uh, Dan Campbell. Isn't he the kneecap guy?
2: And they're going to have scoliosis from carrying the His team. first
3: interview, he talked about ripping kneecaps or biting yeah. kneecaps. Oh.
2: Yeah. He's
0: a wild boar, dude. I, this, this whole <laughs> team is a wild card with him as the coach now. So I don't know what's going to go on.
3: They went from fat Patricia to this Dan Campbell.
0: Yeah. He is bulky and... He's full of energy. This team is going to be very different from last
2: year, but I still think it's going to be just as bad. All right, Matt, what do you got? All right, I'm going to keep mine. Plain and simple, short, and sweet. The Lions will be the worst team in the league. They will finish with the worst record. Worse than the Jets. Worse than the Jags. Worse worse than than the Texans. Than the Texans, yes. Even with Tyrod Taylor.
3: (laughs) I need to see Texans-Lions game.
0: Texans-Lions would be. On Thanksgiving, please.
3: Sunday night Texans Jets baby week 11 can't wait can't wait Should have that (laughs)
2: game in London We should
0: (laughs) We really should all right I'll finish this off here um probably the only player outside of Hawkinson to talk about DeAndre Swift finishes top 10 I don't think it's that bold I have him at 14 um like I mentioned already he didn't get that much work last year and was still super productive uh 46 catches in only 13 games and I think he only started 10 of them um so DeAndre Swift is going to be the featured back here um most likely jamal williams is obviously going to be mixed in like we mentioned but i think he's going to have at least 60 plus catches Goff's going to be have no one to throw to i don't think the wide receivers are going to be able to get much separation so i think there's gonna be a lot of dump offs to swift a lot of different ways to try and keep swift involved in the offense swift easily is going to have the volume to get to top 10 um it's just a matter of if this team's going to be able to even open up holes for him on the o-line and compete in general in the nfl i think it's just going to be a, a rough year around, all around but Swiss volume is going to be there, so grab him. We'll finish top 10.
2: Okay. Listening to you. I don't believe
3: it.
0: I another, believe, another I believe it.
3: That I'm not believing.
0: Okay, you got him at RB11 right
2: now. Yeah, but I'm ready to – If you want to get down. technical, Sean, if you want to get technical, that's not top 10. Yeah. No,
0: I got him at 14. Mm-hmm. But I think he definitely has the potential to finish top 10. I, I think he's got that upside. All I right. don't doubt it. Today's sponsor is the Thrive Fantasy app for iOS and Android. Make sure you download the Thrive Fantasy app. We do have the extension here. If you want to sign up, if you're here live with us on Twitch, it's right below. Uh, But if not, Thrive Fantasy app, Daily Fantasy Sports app, go download it for player props. You can set Daily Fantasy Sports lineups. Um, You can do some sports betting on there as well. So if you download it today, use our promo code SUPERFB. That is S-U-P-E-R-F-B. You deposit $20 or more, you will receive an instant $50 bonus. Go check out the Thrive Fantasy app today. Make sure you get that installed before football season. Got a lot of interesting prop bets there leading up to the season, so make sure you check it out. Also, merch still on sale for another week. Mm. Super Fantasy Bros merch. We got multiple colors. The link is right below here as well as in our bio on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. It's pretty much everywhere. It's not hard to find. Fill out the form. We'll get you a shirt. Make sure you fill that out. They will be gone next Thursday. That'll be the last day to order one. So make sure you get those orders in. Get that first edition merch.
3: You do not uh, want miss out. We've uh, made it to perfection. <laughs> perfection. You will be dripping all the raining parts of summer, not sweat.
0: <laughs> yep. Exactly. All right. Let's get into the Chicago Bears before we get into the Packers here.
2: Go um, Bears.
0: First question for you guys: The Bears just traded away Anthony Miller to the Texans on Sunday. Does this affect how you view their wide receiver core? Are you moving up Darnell Mooney or even Allen Robinson with some targets being opened up?
3: Yeah, I'm thinking about moving putting Mooney over Allen Robinson now.
0: What? Ooh, I'm just spicy. <laughs> oh
3: I would never say that. Either. I knew you were just, he just
0: was kidding. Don't joke like that. <laughs> Could you imagine moving him up that high? <laughs> uh,
3: but uh, I'm not really like. Too too. Like I'm not any more excited than I was about it. Ah, uh, Robinson's the guy that he won. Anthony Miller or uh Darna Mooney's just like a, a dart throw, unfortunately. I don't I don't think he's gonna be I think
2: he's gonna be a little bit better than the dart throw, my guy. Me, Me too. All right, so throw better. two
3: darts at the bullseye, big bullseye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Mooney. I think it moves him up a bit for sure. Anthony Miller was kind of in the way last year, just taking up some targets. I think this moves Mooney as the wide receiver two on this team for sure. Um, obviously there's a lot to go around here. Uh, they've got a obviously a top five running back last year, probably not a top five running back again, but still, you never know. It's a lot of volume there. Um, and A-Rob's still the number one, but I think Mooney definitely should move up a little bit. I moved him to, I think 46. Um, but I think he's got a lot of upside and based on his ADP, you can get him pretty late. So I like Mooney for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question here. Will Andy Dalton finish this season as the QB one for this team? And if not, when do you think Justin Fields takes over?
3: I really wish he doesn't start the season, but he most likely will. And they're just going to use it as their excuse will be something about like letting Fields watch and get some experience, but you get the experience playing the damn game. I think Fields starts by week three because like Matt Nagy's jobs on the line, the general manager's job on the line. They need to get this right they don't have a lot of, cord to rope to climb sorry i don't know what yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I might have just made that up but uh yeah if if Dal- they see Dalton struggling early they'll definitely just have to put in fields yeah
2: i think what q was trying to say that dalton is on a short leash
3: yeah that rope to climb dalton has a sh- uh it's not about dalton's leash it's about the rest of the management's leash they, they, know they're, they know they're fired if, if they can't get this year. But they have an all-star caliber defense, and they're just going to waste it away because they can't get the right quarterback in. I don't uh, know.
2: Their defense has kind of been falling off. It hasn't been top. what it
1: used to be.
0: Still pretty still solid.
1: Though. Why do you want to start Andy Dalton in the first place, though? I don't.
3: Yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. I guess they're the rookie out there.
2: Let him get the experience.
3: Yeah. They signed them, tweeted out these QB1, then they draft Justin Fields.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think Justin Fields might start QB1, week one. That's what I'm Um, thinking. It easily could happen. We'll see what progresses over preseason. If he starts making some flashy plays and he looks like he's ready to go, I would not be shocked if they said, you know what, we're going to make the switch. We're going to put Fields in week one. Um, But I think at worst, probably like week five or six, I think they might just start with Dalton, realize it's not going too
2: well and (laughs) throw Fields out there. They might start like 0-3 and and be like, all right, this was a bad idea. yeah
0: for sure definitely a little bit scary um are people moving too fast on the Cole Komet breakout train is jimmy graham going to continue to split receiving work with him this year i don't know how he's yes and yes
2: what do you mean the man had eight touchdowns last year he he, is a red zone monster
3: he would have a dud then two touchdown game maybe another one touchdown game then a couple blanks then another two touchdowns so like
2: well, he helps the Chicago bears win games. So there is no way that they don't keep him involved in that offense.
3: On the depth yeah. chart. He's, he's tight end too. So I guess they're rolling with Komet to start, but I'm sure there'll be some sort of share. Yeah, there.
2: There's definitely going to be, I guess you could call it a tight end time. Well, share.
3: Two, 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 two tight ends that type stuff.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I think I'm not drafting Cole Komet this year, unless it's dynasty, obviously, mm-hmm. Um Jimmy Graham's still going to be a vital part of this offense. I mean, he was tight end 13 last year. He's a big red zone guy. I think Komet obviously gets a little bit more work this year. They kind of mix him in more, especially if he's building a rapport with Fields as a, on the second unit right now throughout training camp and whatnot. Um, but I think Jimmy Graham's still going to be involved. Too much to draft either of them pretty much. I don't think yeah. I want any Bears tight end on my fantasy team this year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> in Hate to break it to you, Q, but Jimmy Grandpa is here to stay. No, for I, this year.
0: I, I love Jimmy Graham. I, I, it's
3: just insane that he's still on the team. Like, there's no, I, no news about him resigning or yeah, going to a new team. Just he's just on the Bears. He's again. just Bears. Just on the Bears. He's a volunteer. Volunteer.
0: <laughs> volunteer. He's a coach now.
3: <laughs> I think he right. was my. I loved him more than Gronk. I used to, but not last year. Gronk.
0: Yeah. Well, no, Gronk's the guy now. You loved Gronk last year. <laughs> not excited to talk about Gronk again when we get to the Bucks. I need a big week one performance. Like, go off. <laughs> All right. Cap or no cap? Switching gears here. David Montgomery's top five finish last season was an anomaly, and he will not finish inside the top 20
2: this season. Cap or cap. no cap?
0: At 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 cap.
2: Top 20? Yeah, that's that's the you cap You could have said, like, top 15. Make it a little bit more interesting. I All think right, top 15. Switch it. Cat, still cat. cat. <laughs> Where do you guys oh. have him ranked? I have Monty at 12. Ooh. My rankings, I have,
3: are I have him at 21.
0: Yeah, my rankings
3: are my all rankings. You got him
0: outside the top 20. How are you gonna say cap?
3: I know. I, ju- I just had a reread, I forgot. But, um, <laughs> I think the signing of Damian Williams hurts because now there's no Cordell Patterson, who was like the RB2 on this team, uh, and Cohen will eventually come back maybe not week one but i think that's significantly going to decrease the amount of work that montgomery had last year which was insane he finished top five and we were hating on him halfway through the season until like he actually started because he was getting the most like insane amount of volume and he wasn't doing anything and then suddenly he just did and he had he did he dealt with the quarterback switch whether it's Foles or trubisky um he still put up crazy numbers but i just don't think was going to repeat that i think he's going to be what we thought he was coming into last year
0: yeah he had a really good season last year but we did we we called it last year like leading into the last five games or so there the season where like super juicy matchups played pretty much all the worst run defenses in the league and went off every week i think he was Um, my league winner yeah and that helped a lot of people win their leagues number one number two helped him get up to rb4 where he finished um i got him at 17 He's definitely one of my favorite RB two targets, but I do think he comes down to earth a little bit. Definitely not outside the top twenty, um, but I still think he has the upside to be top ten. But I don't think it's a guarantee whatsoever. Don't worry. I do think I'll, it was a little bit more of an anomaly for me.
1: I'll sway you guys a little in a little bit. All right,
0: all right. I'm ready to hear it. All right, all right. Cap or no cap, Alan Robinson will finish as a top ten wide receiver again this season and
2: should be drafted as a top ten guy. No cap. Okay. Just hope that Andy Dalton gets his ass off the field ASAP. I don't think I it really like... matters who his quarterback yeah. is. But I He's understand. Never played that, with a good quarterback. But he played with Bortles. All right. I understand that. <laughs> but Andy Dalton, is you saw how much he brought down Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, but there's three
0: good guys there, dude.
2: Alan Robinson really has never had a really good quarterback. Never has. So... But I mean, Andy Dalton's just that bad. He think he hurts hurts all, the I think you're I don't hating think on Dalton a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm just to going based base last, last year.
0: year and Trubisky. Going is he that much year. worse? He made, yeah, he wasn't good. receivers
2: a lot worse.
0: But he also didn't play that much. He got banged up after like one or two games. Yeah, Trent know. I just
2: in. don't trust Dalton. But I've still got to go a Rob top 10 regardless. But Dalton makes me a little bit more nervous as if Fields was the clear-cut starter week one
0: yeah, definitely want Fields to be in a little bit more. Um, but I have A-Rob at 11, so kind of cap, but I still think he obviously uh, should be drafted as a, not a wide receiver one if you're playing sure. in a 12-team league. Technically. Technically, he's on the borderline, but he's top-ten guy. That's a technical Draft foul. Cap or no cap, Justin Fields should be drafted as a backup in every league because he has top 15 upside with the offense he is on.
3: Cap is still kind of high, but we preached that quarterbacks with the running ability is important fantasy and he sure has. He might be like the uh I'd say he's the second most skilled quarterback coming out of this draft behind Trev.
2: E-law.
0: Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely up there. His current ADP I think is like QB 18 or something, 18 or 19. Um so like people are drafting him as their backup. I definitely think he should be owned in a lot of leagues. I have him a little bit lower than that, but if I'm obviously in dynasty, you're drafting him. But in even in redraft, if you're drafting Kyler Murray or whatever, whoever your QB one is, grab Justin Fields, throw him on your bench. If he comes in, and starts producing as well, you got a nice trade chip, kind of like Justin Herbert last year too, yeah. for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. It's worth a shot for me.
2: Give him a hate shot. It. He's got top fifteen upside.
0: Good guys to throw to. Good offense. Solid offensive line. Give me Justin Fields. All right,
1: fine. All right, Q. Kind of
0: Full transition, take, what do you got?
3: Kind of transitions to what I'm about to say. Uh, I think a target you should go for is Justin Fields. Maybe not in the draft, maybe right after the draft. Or just right, extremely late. Last pick of the draft. Uh, if he can finish, if he can start the season, then I think he has potential to be top 15 quarterback. Obviously, if he has to start halfway through the season or just a couple weeks in, it uh, might be a little tough. But he has oh, yeah. the weapons there. He has two solid tight ends and a top 10 wide receiver with a possible top 10 running back behind him. Uh, and he can run. He's more athletic than Trevor Lawrence. I'll say that. He's just not better. But uh, he has the potential. If As long as he's starting, he's something you should look at Hopefully we know, like, towards the end of the preseason or halfway through the preseason, whether or not he's starting or not.
0: Yeah, as of right now, I would assume he's not. I would assume Dalton is, but I still think there's a chance that could switch. Um, but yeah, I meant uh, top 15 QB in like terms of like per game, not like obviously if he comes in halfway through the season, he's not going to finish top 15. On that last know. point, there. I don't know
3: what's up with the 49ers and the Bears, they both drafted within in the top 10 of quarterback and neither of them are starting.
0: Yeah, they got Jimmy, Jimmy G string and uh, Andy Dalton, <laughs> the red rifle.
3: Born
1: star Jimmy. Oh.
0: yeah, wild. All right, you guys, what do you got for us? All
1: uh, right. um I like to keep these more realistic. So I'm going to say David Montgomery is going to finish inside the top 7 again. That's not
3: realistic.
1: It is real <laughs> okay, but would you rather we say like top 3 or top 5? Like no, like top 7 it it could happen. Top 5 probably it not. It could happen. But 1500 all-purpose yards last year, 54 receptions, 10 touchdowns. He averaged twenty touches a game. Three Cohen starting the season on the pup list, in minimum six games. It's, it's just the Montgomery show. Uh, his backup, Damian Williams,
2: uh, did nothing for the Chiefs. I hated that. He's guy.
1: never had more than <laughs> he's never had more than fifty rushing attempts in a single season. Never went more than fifty r- rushing attempts. That's that's his Play backup, Damian. Like it, it's it's all Montgomery. Like it's literally all going to be him. Until at least at least week seven.
0: At least. Yeah. I hear you. I like Dave Montgomery. I think he's my favorite like RB two target outside of like some of these rookies. Um yeah. or, like young guys like Dave Montgomery. He's gonna get volume. If you if he's sitting there where his ADP is right now, I'm taking him every day of the week. Definitely. All right, Matt. What you got for us?
2: All right, man. We touched on this player a little bit and that is Darnell Mooney. I believe he finishes in the top 30 of wide receivers. I know I said the quarterback play scares me a little bit, but uh, this guy, we saw videos of him routing corners up all season last year. He was just getting overthrown by Foles and Trubisky. I hope you guys are right. I hope Andy Dalton can hit his targets, because if he can, Mooney will definitely see a big rise in production this year. The subtraction of Anthony Anthony Miller definitely helps because those targets are just going to get spread out between uh, himself and A-Rob. And especially if Justin Fields comes into the quarterback position around like week four or five, I just see that even sparking his production even more. So I like Mooney a lot this year. I think he is going to end up being like a flex on a lot of teams this season. Yeah.
0: I agree with you. He's definitely one of my favorite late-round targets, and I'm going to lead that right into my bold take. I'm going to one-up Matt, say Darnell Mooney's going to finish top 25. Mm. Low-end wide receiver two upside here. Mooney, I love him a lot this year. Pretty much everything Matt said, um, just tack it on. Anthony Miller's gone. That's like 49 catches last year, another 400-some yards. Um, Mooney already had 61 catches last year as a rookie on an offense with terrible quarterback play. Even I think Andy Dalton is a slight upgrade personally over Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky and not knowing who's going to start every week. So give me Darnell Mooney, especially where he's being drafted. You, you could easily get a steal. He's worth the risk where you're taking him, no doubt.
1: Mooney. Mm-hmm. Miss Mooney. Is I was just going to say, you remember Miss Mooney? Miss
2: Mooney. <laughs> there was two Miss Mooneys. They were both bad. Yeah. Mm. The uh, redhead one too. Yeah, Spanish uh, helper teacher.
0: All right, the podcast is going way off the rails. (laughs) Let's get into the most interesting team in this division, the Green Bay Packers.
3: Almost wasn't.
0: Go Pack. Almost wasn't. Almost was similar to the Lions here. (laughs) But this past week, it seems like Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams both came back down to uh, their senses, said they're going to run it back one more time for their their last Last dance. dance. (laughs) Last dance, baby. I mean, I really don't compare it to winning their sixth title. It's more of a – Losing in the NFC Championship again. It's yeah. another, the last dance, I guess you could say. Um, but I guess they're running it back one more time. Um, so if he is, since Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay for another season, where are you ranking him after his MVP season last year? Three. Well no uh, reason
1: not to. There's no reason no, not to. I got him at it's, five. it's the same exact team, dude.
0: Yeah. yeah. Without, is without Jamal Williams. It's the same team. I got him at five, so a little bit lower. Um, I think the whole team is. Obviously, they're running it back, but they were super good last year. Performed above expectations. Now have to play a little bit of a tougher schedule. We'll see. I still think Aaron Rodgers is top five. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. You're going to draft him. How do you think Broncos fans feel? A little upset. <laughs> they're sick.
1: Or Raiders fans. They went they out say. sad.
0: Yeah. They're down bad. Any any team that thought they were getting Rodgers is down bad. And yeah. Packers fans are on cloud nine. That they don't have to watch Jordan Love <laughs> throwing to – Lazard and mvs and st brown
3: the, the bucks just won the the finals now they get a Rod back good couple weeks for them
0: are you saying what? like bandwagons here
3: no i'm like milwaukee bucks fans they're probably
0: oh oh, fans. oh dude well we're all talking about football i'm yeah, thinking the Tampa i'm like, Bay bucks. The I'm like what? what are you talking about dude oh, yeah, yeah definitely a good week for bucks fans Good week for Milwaukee fans, people in that area in general. If, if they win the Wisconsin. Super
3: Bowl, if they go out with the Super Bowl, like the, the Bulls' actual last dance shit,
0: that would be And Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay if they win Super Bowl. What's funny is that Robert is. Tunyon
3: felt the need to actually post a story, too, as Dennis Rodman. Yo, stop hating <laughs> on my <laughs> man.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> better than Gronk last year. Getting to the next
0: player here. He's um, like option. Looks like Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. Is Devontae Adams the clear cut wide receiver one in fantasy?
1: Clear as day. No. I don't I don't think it's clear, dude. I'm not gonna try to like persuade Drake. like I'm not gonna try and persuade someone that he's not number one. Or like that he is number one. But i I, I lost myself. But oh, no, like I'm not gonna argue with someone. Like if they haven't number one, I'm not gonna be like, dude, he's not number yeah. one. Like And
2: there's no way you're going to be able to sway them to think otherwise because, I mean, he was number one quite by far last yeah. year. I think he had, what, 18 touchdowns? That's unreal.
0: Yeah. Monster red missed, zone target.
2: Didn't he miss, like, two or three games or something?
0: Yeah. I think he did miss, like, two like, games. He's Dude, unreal. He was insane last I think year. he
3: came back and just dropped the 50 bomb. Crazy.
0: Yeah. I've got him ranked Killed number one. I don't Know if it's clear cut though. I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't say. It's I mean, clear we just cut, said, but I think Rogers, you have to draft him as the running, best.
3: We're running back with Rodgers, he's the same team, he's gonna be number two or whatever you guys said. So, why can't Adams be number one?
0: Yeah, why can't he? You why never can't. know. Why can't he? All right, with everything, um, staying put as it is with Aaron Rodgers and uh Devontae Adams back in town, will there be a consistent, consistent second wide receiver on this team this season? uh valdez scantling alan lazard st brown Devin funches
2: i wish there would be but there's not as much as i want to see lazard perform well like i know he can it's he doesn't i feel like he has one good game in the beginning of the season then you pick him up and then he gets hurt and then you're just waiting for him to come back and then he just shits the bed some more yeah Yeah, that's what happened last season
0: mbs
3: and lazard they like flip-flopped who wanted to be Mm -hmm. uh relevant and then neither just were consistent it'd be one or the other
0: yeah i think they're all great guys for best ball leagues that's the only time i would draft them any of them because am Rodgers can make any of those guys a wide receiver one any given week but i don't think any of them are going to have any consistency whatsoever so. or you
3: can make them a wide receiver none because he seems to have a, sh- a short leash with all these guys like you drop a ball he's not throwing to your ass ever exactly
0: <laughs> yeah get out of here Apparently, he wants him to trade for Randall Cobb too. So, yeah,
3: that's any request. Like, I'm not coming back Boarding unless you bring Wingo. back 40 year old Randall Cobb. Might as well bring back Jordy Nelson, Nelson too.
2: Yeah, want it all back. I'm <laughs> just Green Day. Yeah, Every era Packers
3: to win the Super Bowl. Ahmad Green, bring him back too. That was driving yeah, Stry- all back. Brett Jennings. <laughs> yeah, and James Jones.
0: Yeah, just bring up the whole Packers team. That's what Aaron Rodgers wants. Just bring everybody back for one more, <laughs> one more ride. Except Eddie Lacey. keep his fat ass. Oh, dude, he sucked. <laughs> yeah, he was a. He went. He was like right here, and then just tanked. It. Yeah. And whoa, his weight
2: whoa. went up here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just weights <for laughs> up, production down. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, let's do some cap or no cap for the Packers. Um, first one: Aaron Jones is being drafted too low as RB nine. Cap or no cap? No okay. cap.
1: I'll say first
0: no cat. Is, is there like no. a
2: wash? I like think that RB10. Cap. There's no cap here. Because I think that's like right where he should be drafted.
0: Then yeah, it's no cap. I mean, or then it's cap, right? It's being drafted too low. That's what I'm, that would be cat. That would be cat. Yeah, cat.
2: He's being drafted right where he needs to be, according to you. Yes. I'm because I'm getting technical.
0: <laughs> I agree. That's that's kind of where I have him too. I have him right at the end of that. RB one, low end RB one tier. He obviously has top five upside. We saw it last year, um, but I, AJ Dillon's creeping back there. Chill, them what? thighs are creeping. No, them no, them thighs no, are creeping. No threat. Bro. He's in the Jamal no Williams threat. break.
2: No threat. I
0: don't think he takes right job.
2: Oh hell no! I mean, Q thinks differently, but yeah, I mean, I they paid so Aaron Jones either. a ton of money. Free Aaron Jones, they freed him.
0: Yeah, they freed him. They freed him and paid him.
2: Definitely did for him, they paid him what he deserved. Now they I, need a free a Rod. Yeah. Well, literally, not now. He's staying. Well, not anymore.
0: Cap or no cap, Robert Tunyon should be considered a top seven tight end with Aaron Rodgers back after finishing as a tight end three last year. Mm, nah, Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt. I was waiting. I just
2: wanted to hear what Q had to say. I have a <laughs> tight end. Tight.
3: Oh, I have Matt 10. I got him. I thought I had him a lot lower.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have him right at eight with you, Sean. So I mean, like you said, Aaron Rodgers can turn anyone into a superstar any given week. We saw weeks where Tunyon had multiple touchdowns with a couple of big catches. So, and I still believe he is the number two receiving option on this team. We went over the other wide receiver options other than Devontae Adams. None of them are real appealing. And I think that Rogers likes Tunyon. He's a big, reliable body, especially in the red zone. If it's not going to Devonte Adams, a hundred, like ten times out of ten, it's going to Tunyon. Yeah,
0: eleven touchdowns last year. If he gets ten plus again, easily, he's going to be an elite tight end. So he's definitely worth a, a shot. Um, I don't have him in the top seven, but I might move him in the top seven. So he's right there for me. All right, cap or no cap. A.J. Dillon will play the Jamal Williams role this season and should be drafted
2: as one of the top five handcuffs in the league. No cap. No cap. cap. No, cap. Cap. no cap, cap that he should be drafted as a top five handcuff. And to, I don't really know much of A.J. Dillon. I've never really seen him play, so I don't know if he's like a receiving back out of the backfield or if he's going to take catches away from I, him I got you. The I got you. I got you. 2017.
1: Oh, 2017 in college, zero receptions. 2018 eight receptions 2019 13 receptions
2: he guys is like a plunger he just loves bringing up bold shit <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the numbers guy that's all
3: wait that was good
0: yeah you're not wrong he's definitely not a, a pass catching back i don't know if he doesn't have the ability or whatnot i definitely think aaron jones secures that role but yeah, he's never caught a i think you need to draft aj Dillon. he's the next guy in line i think he's a top five handcuff top for five sure. handcuff
2: for sure but i that don't think man. he's gonna like I agree with T-Gods in the sense that he's not going to take very much production away from Aaron Jones.
0: Yeah. I think he's – he could, if Aaron Jones eventually moves on, whatever. A.J. Dillon's got the upside to be Uh, a poor man's Derek Emery. Top 10 Uh, running back. 247 pounds. That dude is a monster. He's a Mack truck.
2: Yeah, he is a Mack truck.
0: Quadzilla. whatever you want to call it. Mack
2: truck deluxe. Definitely draft A.J. Dillon
0: in all leagues in my opinion, he needs to be on benches everywhere. All right, let's get into our bold takes, favorite targets. I know we'll touch on AJ Dillon and a couple others a little more here. So Q, start us off, continue the AJ Dillon talk. Yeah, here. it's
3: funny how like it's going right into my take. Uh, so I think first of all, AJ Dillon is at least the top two handcuff to own, if not one. Um, I I, did, I forgot about Kareem Hunt, but I don't give, I really don't care. I think aj Dillon's on a much better team than cream hunt uh his takes th- are flying everywhere <laughs> i think aj dylan has more touchdowns and more touches than aaron jones coming into this year i think uh, aaron jones will probably score more fantasy points that's fine but uh aj dylan being the bigger guy he's gonna obviously take all the goal line work for sure um he may not be the pass catching guy so that's where aaron jones is gonna get his points the big screen plays for touchdowns but um Aaron Jones last year had 200 attempts rushing, so I think that A.J. Dillon will have at least over 150. Um, there was a poll that I saw, and there was a majority that agreed with me, so I think it's possible. Uh, yeah, best, best handcuff to own. We'll score more touchdowns than Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones dropped off from the previous year, but that's kind of easy when he scored 16. If you both want to say something, I see your mouths quivering. Bro, this is the worst take ever.
2: <laughs> we'll see. I'm not saying he's going to be better than Aaron you Jones. You literally just... basically just said that Aaron Jones is losing his job to A.J. Dillon. No. I more touches think... and more touchdowns? Well, he I think he meant more, more carries. Yeah. I think he could score more
3: touchdowns and Aaron Jones still be the running the running back to own.
2: Okay.
0: I respect it. Jamal Williams had like 150 rushing
1: touchdowns, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they go away from Aaron Jones in the red zone, but obviously A.J. Dillon's built to be a goal linebacker. Um Ten so yards you're gonna be in. shocked if they're you get some.
3: Um if they ever it? get 10 yards S- in.
0: Spicy take. If you're if you're right at the end of the season, we're gonna come back to this clip and just feel insane. That wouldn't have age I'll football. buy you
1: an
3: AJ Dillon jersey. but uh, you might have to get it from him personally. I don't think they
0: sell this at, well, maybe they do now, but they probably have some of them somewhere, dude. Get at the end of the season, if you. your predictions right, they're yeah, selling right. them
2: everywhere. They'll be fine <laughs> off shelves. We'll yeah, all those
0: Bay. Yeah, no doubt. All right, you guys, what do you got for us?
2: All right,
1: favorite target. Um, there's a lot of stacks that people like. You, know, you got the Mahomes, Tyreek, you got the Diggs, and Allen. Aaron Rodgers. Kyler and D Hop. Kyler and D Hop. That's another good one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and that other dude. What's his name? The receiver? Uh, Allen Lazard. No, the that's other pretty one. Pretty decent one. Oh, Randall Cobb. No, 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 no. Uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. That's the stack you want to go for in six t- in 6 point touchdown leagues last year. They were giving you 53 points together every week. Free 53 points just here, here, here. 53 points everywhere. Um, Elite. Yeah, you won Aaron Rodgers. But Matt and
3: the chip, that was splitting half.
1: Adams.
2: I, my half didn't win. <laughs> my name should be going on that trophy. but
3: mm. Devontae Adams said, nope. It wasn't, wasn't in my car. Same.
2: No, Ryan Tannehill said no when he turned into Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy.
0: That was crazy. All right, Matt, well, build right off the of T-Gods take with Aaron Rodgers and Adams here.
2: I will. I'm going to go with the half of the stack that I had last year, repeating what he did last year, and that's A-Rod finishing top five. I mean, T-Gods touched on it. He's coming back to the exact same offense. Uh, he has all literally all he needs is Devontae Adams. He proved that last year. He threw him 18 touchdowns. Tunyon had 11 sprinkled in there. The other names are just like dart throws. He could just throw it up, make him catch it, because he has that power. He's Aaron Rodgers. So, I just don't see how he doesn't finish at least top five again this year. I like it.
0: I like it, too. I love it. I respect it.
2: And I feel like he's going to be playing, because he kind of wants this to be his last year in Green Bay, so he's going to be like this is what you guys are missing, and you fucked it all up for yourselves.
3: If Yeah, if the Eagles have no chance this year, I'm rooting for the Packers to win it just for Aaron Rodgers to go out with that bang. That would be the ultimate it. bang.
0: Bang. Yeah, I agree. Aaron Rodgers is definitely going to be good this year. However, my take is a little bit different. I, it's not super bold to say what I'm about to say, but I think all of the Packers' key players drop compared to where they finished last year. I know he said not much changed, Um, a little bit changed here and there. They lost a couple key guys, uh, Corey Lindsley, their center. Um, He ended up moving on as well. Um, But either way, Aaron Rodgers was top three. I don't think he finishes top three. I do think he does finish top five though. So just drops a little bit here and there. Adams was number one, probably more of just a top five guy, maybe top three again. I don't think he gets back to back number one seasons. Aaron Jones won't be top five again. He will be top 10 though. He'll still be good. And Tonya will not be top three. He'll be top. Ten probably, so they're all going to be good. Still going to be a very good offense. I think they have a little bit of a tougher schedule this year, um, and I don't think they go as crazy as they did last year. I still like all of them, but I think they all just moved down slightly after such a good season last year.
2: Not as dramatically as if Jordan Love was going to be the starter. Oh my Gosh. God, Jesus!
0: <laughs> Jordan Love was the starter, and Devonte Adams left. This, this team would have been would be nightmare. a whole lot
3: different tonight. If we had, if we were talking about Jordan Love. If Aaron Rodgers plays, if Aaron Rodgers isn't there, like we'd be talking a lot different. We're very positive for the Packers tonight.
0: Yeah, got to be a little bit positive here with the Packers. Um Looks like we have one more question to be brought up here. What do we got?
1: I have a question. Um
0: All right.
1: Are Pop-Tarts raviolis? No. No? In a <laughs> no. sense. All right.
2: They're not raviolis. They're
0: what kind of they? raviolis, They're dude. kind
2: of raviolis,
0: dude. They're kind of like tart raviolis. Mm-hmm. Well, then
2: is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes.
1: No. It's
0: in between a bun. I don't think so.
1: I don't think so either. I feel like a sandwich has to have two different, you can different separate things them. come in on it. No one Hard. separates their hot dog buns. They dude. need
3: to start making the buns separate. Ew. Hamburger buns well, no, come together.
0: Still- yeah, I don't know. Hamburger. Is a hamburger sandwich? It is. It is. Cereal is a soup? It. Cereal is definitely a soup.
1: Is ramen soup? <laughs> yes. No.
3: Kind of.
0: Depends how much liquid you like in your ramen. Yeah, Some people, no liquid. That's liquid. The No, like, yeah, no, no. Then it's liquid. But it's still
2: no a liquid. <laughs>
0: then, it, then it's not soup. <laughs> <laughs> then it's it possible. liquid
2: in there at one point.
0: Whatever. All right. Way off the rails. <laughs> Let's get into <laughs> the division winner. I think we all know who's winning this division, but what do you guys got? Packers. Thanks, Aaron Rodgers.
2: Thanks, Alan. We love you.
0: Matt, even in the Vikings jersey, taking the Packers too?
2: Hell yeah. Bring out the broom. I'm a, I'm a Dow fan, not a dummy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Packers as well. I do think the Vikings do get a wild card spot, though. I do think they will be close and very competitive. I don't think it's the Bears, and it's definitely not the Lions.
2: Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> they have a chance.
0: I think the Lions are closer to 0-17 than 5-11 and 11 or whatever. Yeah. 5-12, and 12, sorry. They're gonna be a
2: rough, rough worst team. team in the league, worst record.
3: Bottom they'd five. officially be the worst team ever because they'd have the most losses ever. They could be, yeah. Extra game.
0: The worst they never made ever. the playoffs, man. That team, that poor, poor team. Yeah, feel could bad for it. Staff,
3: Stafford made it to the playoffs once.
0: Yeah, but like barely. <laughs> like even <laughs> yeah. with Stafford, they made the playoffs like a handful of times and did nothing. I thought you said they never made it. No, I said they like they like never like. Almost never, I guess I should say. I see, I see. All right, you. At what least you, got you for get to watch them on Christmas the every year. Thanksgiving, you mean? I think, right? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, whatever. Always Thanksgiving. <laughs> which is going to be so ass this year. No Stafford. Let's watch Jared Goff on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Q, what do you got with us? I'm, I'm trying to laugh.
3: <laughs> so joke a, weasel of the walks, week. a weasel walks into the bar, and the bartender says, "I've never seen a weasel in here. What can I get you?" pop goes the weasel
1: <laughs> i liked it i liked it i liked
0: it it wasn't as much of a belly laugh as I yeah, it wasn't very
1: funny but it was good
0: <laughs> it made sense it was what punny. color
3: what colors? is the wind
1: blue
0: oh <laughs> that's good i like that one
3: i, like I guess one not better.
0: to start keeping two in my my holster well, you just got to make sure you start off with
2: the bad one because if you start <laughs> off with a good one and then just drop to a bad one, and it's yeah, you're right. <laughs> then you're down bad. <laughs> I'm just Maybe. mad that the weasel went into a bar and ordered a soda. <laughs> ordered <to> <laughs> a pop. All right,
0: that's a wrap for the Super Fantasy Bros this week. Make sure you are following us on Twitter at SuperFB Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Fantasy Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. We are putting out way more content there. Um, if you weren't here for the whole Twitch stream, we'll have it all broken up in multiple videos for each team so you can check out the breakdown for your favorite team. Make sure you follow us on TikTok as well. We're posting more clips there, more content there, um, keeping that active. And we will get be back. Get some merch. In- yeah, get some merch too. Don't one forget about merch. that. You got one week left to get in. Um, what is so it, August
2: sure- 5th, the cutoff? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so make sure you get that in. And we will be back next week with the NFC West. So we will see you. Wow!
2: Wow! West. Yeehaw!